Welcome to FitChix Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educate and empower women to take control of their lives, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by FitChix Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. If you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for any of our upcoming certifications that you can read more about at FitChixAcademy.com. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And today's episode is part of our Chick Power series. <laughs> that was we're, my dance move for today. Yeah, if you're watching some video, we were doing some dance moves. So the last last week or well last podcast we announced that we have launched a series of podcasts that we are calling our chick power series there are going to be some that are you know just dialogue amanda and i just sharing our experiences there are some that are going to be really action-based but really the purpose of this entire series is we really want to not only number one transform this industry and change it from the way that it currently is looking so if you've been following us for a while, you know that our mantra is, you know, becoming a successful fitness and health coach at any age and any stage. And we really want to empower women to be a part of our movement to start to change the way this entire industry looks. And we're talking from the marketing to the positioning, because a fitness and health coach does not fit a one size fits all mold like we've been seeing for the last hundred years. <laughs> and we need fitness more than ever. We also want to really empower you guys to, to start to create your best life, health, and career. And we've been seeing so many women who are getting stuck because they are getting stuck in their own self-doubt and their own mindset blocks. So this has been pivotal work for me and Amanda, and we want to make sure that we're helping you guys start to overcome those blocks so you can start to step into your power and create your most amazing life, which is the purpose of it all, right? Totally. 100%. Like there is no reason for you to play small. This is your one life. You got to live it. So this podcast is named owning your ambition. So this is something that we talk a lot about behind the scenes. There are so many times Amanda and I will be having conversations and we're like, God, I wish I was recording this for the podcast right now. <laughs> because what we, like the super candid combos that are like, but they're so good. And I'm like, oh, people need to hear this. Yeah. Cause we're doing we, now because <laughs> we're we, sharing. Over the last like 13 years of running Fitchix Academy, we have trained and coached and worked with and certified like tens of thousands of women from around the world. We have interacted with so many women and it's crazy how the same things come up over and over and over again. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what weight you are. It doesn't matter, you know, where you are in life. If you are just where starting out, world. where you live in the world, we all have the same blocks. We all come up against the same issues when it comes to stepping into our power. And one of them, I think, and I've seen so much is this idea of owning your ambition. As women, we tend to play small. We tend to, you know, think that we can't do certain things based on X, Y, Z, like I'm a mom or my kids come first, or I don't have the education, or that's not something a good wife will do or whatever it is that is a story you tell yourself. 
but you have this calling and I call it a calling. So I don't know, like not necessarily saying it might be a religious calling. It might be a spiritual calling. It might just be this burning feeling or this niggling thought in the back of your head where every time you're like, God, I would just love to, you know, start a fitness business. Yeah. And then it just keeps kind of coming up. Like every time you maybe see like one of our podcasts, you're like, Oh, I would love to take their certification, but you know, just not right now because of, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I'm not good enough. Not, I don't look the it's part. It's not the right time. It's not. I don't have enough money. Year. Yeah. Mm. All of the things that will come up and the blocks and the reasons why you can't do it. But that little voice, that ambition is there. In today's podcast, we really want to talk about how you have to not ignore that voice. It is given to you for a reason. It's so there's, there's so much purpose to it. And also it's the only way that you're going to really live your truth in your life. I always think of my ambition as like this light inside of me. And it's like this, it's like the thing that lights me up the most, the thing that fires me up from the inside out and like makes my life so much brighter versus, you know, when you're not living in your ambition, when you're not going after the things that you want, when you're not doing living your truth, it's like you start dimming it. And it starts getting like quieter or dimmer and darker. And like everything around you then is impacted by you not lighting up the world, like in your world. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, as soon as you start dimming that light, everything else becomes darker around you. So you've got to like shine it bright. And I I always want that light to be as bright as it absolutely can be. I almost swore there for a second. (laughs) Whatever. We swear sometimes. I just had, I know. I almost was like, I almost just like let it out. I was like, God, like I was feeling so much emotion around that statement. But it's so true. (laughs) But I think the thing that we want to like talk about with you guys too is, and we're going to share some personal stories here about ours, is that we we have this idea that like when you have ambition people just either have ambition or they don't right there's people who are like oh she's such a go-getter right like that's what people always say to me like oh she's such a go-getter like my family and you know laura's always been the driven one and and some people and this is where too we want to say as well like some people might not have that feeling whatsoever to do anything like to do anything more than what you're currently doing and that's okay too yeah that's totally okay too and we're going to share with you guys some stories but a lot of times it doesn't it's not as big as like like burning fire like i want you guys not to discount any of the emotions that you're having where like i said earlier it's just like a little voice that keeps popping up like oh i'd love to take dance classes why have i never taken dance classes and then you're watching dancing with the stars and you're like Again, like I really want, like if that voice, that thing, that piece, it doesn't have to be this constant burning. Like I'm going to go all in. I'm going to mortgage my house to open a business. I'm going to do all this stuff. That's not how it started for me. Like even for me, when I was younger, I knew from a very young age, which is weird looking back. I guess I didn't know at the time, but like my first business was when I was in grade four. Like actually it was probably before that, but the first one I can remember. And it was when Cabbage Patch Dolls were out. I don't know if you guys can remember Cabbage Patch Dolls. <laughs> but I my, had my club foot because the stitching came out. I was so sad. Yeah. So I had um, a redheaded one and I had a little black baby preemie. Remember the two of them? Yeah. So I had a white baby and a, and a little black baby. And they were so cute or like a two dolls. 
And, but I had the two versions and my mom would not buy us clothes, right? For it. Cause the clothes were so expensive for these cabbage patch dolls back then. Like you used to have to stand in line. My mom stood in line for 24 hours to get these dolls for us. Yeah. So my dad I, did too. And he ripped his pants running yeah. up an escalator. <laughs> and it was like, it was crazy back then. It was like this toy were like the hype. Yeah. And also you couldn't order anything online back then either. So my my mom had, since she had gotten us these two versions of these dolls too, she was like, you can't, you can only pick clothes for one or the other. Like if I wanted, cause obviously now you have them, you want to change your outfits. You want to get them the cute little diapers. And I had like the baby preemie version and I had the dress, like the older version. So they wore two different things. So at school I was like, okay, obviously a lot of other kids had these dolls. So I was like, how can I like get access to like other clothes? So I created the Cabbage Patch swap and I would orchestrate it, of course, so I could pick the clothes that I wanted. But we would like, <laughs> we would do this thing in grade four where I was like, okay, everyone bring your dolls. And then we could switch outfits and then keep them for 24 hours. But then it was like, I always got first pick, but that was my first kind of entrepreneurial that I remember, you know, I always had, I had a paper route and all this stuff too, but on my very own with my own ideas where I was like, okay. And that way my mom was like, how come your doll always has new clothes? And I was like, Oh, because I created Thanks this. Swap. Cabbage crush swap. That's so smart. <laughs> but so even, funny. even back then it was like that, my, my entrepreneurial spirit was already there. And by the time I got to high school, like I knew I did not, I want to own my own business at some point. I just I actually, my very first business I remember was I used to make jewelry. I don't even think you know this. I used to make jewelry yeah. and I used to sell it to all my mom's friends when they would come over to the house. I'd make them buy earrings and I used to make it from like, I don't even know what the material was, but I'd make my mom buy the, the material because I didn't have any money to buy it. And it was like this weird plastic stuff and you'd melt it in hot water and then you could reform oh, it, but it wouldn't yeah, melt. Yeah. It would just like become malleable, right? So then I would like reform it and I would like stick things on it and make them like, and they were not beautiful, but I thought they were beautiful at the time. And I thought I was like making these like beautiful pieces of art and all these women used to like buy them all. And so then I would just, and, but then I would use the money to buy pot, never to buy supplies. So, I, <laughs> so it didn't go very far. Cause then my mom was like, I'm not going to keep buying you supplies if you're not going to buy your own. And I was like, well, I have no money because I keep spending it on pot. So whatever. you're like, but yeah, like I always, I remember like being so passionate that when I was building, like when I was creating and stuff, it was like, I loved doing it. Like I would like spend hours in the kitchen, like melting the stuff and like reforming it and everything. And like trying to find the best backings and stuff. Like I just, I had like clip on ones. Like I literally had like every option for people. Cause I was like, Oh, I need to like create this for anybody. Well, yeah. And it's like, that was my first kind of like introduction to into not even knowing at the time but I always had kind of known that I wanted to open my own thing and then getting into you know essentially my 20s you know we started traveling a lot more and this this calling for more always this ambition to create this ambition to do more with my life like I remember sitting in my corporate office and for so long we're raised in that traditional way all of us in North America pretty much is like you should go to school, you should go to university, you should get a degree, then you're going to get a good job with a pension, and then you're going to work there till you die. Um, or you're going to work there till you get your, more. To your retirement plan, and you're, you're going to spend more time there than you're going to spend with anybody else. And you're going to, it's okay if you hate your job, that's totally normal. And I always <laughs> knew, and it was even when I was in the corporate job, and I didn't hate my job, but I always knew that there was something more. And even the way I showed up at my job was never just, I would always try 
try to do my job better, do my job to the best of my ability, come present new ideas. Like I wanted, and that was always what excited me. Like I loved being involved in part of the growth. Mm-hmm. And it was always something, but there was this piece of me that I still remember my Cabbage Patch days. And I was like, I want to own, like, I want to have my own business, this, my own ideas. And one of the things too, and I remember you and I have this conversation when we were really young was the idea of like, I want to be able to make as much money as I want to make. I don't want to be dictated how much money I can make by a salary or a level of salary that will happen next year. Like, I don't yeah. want to be every year being like, okay, I'm making the 60 grand. In- the yes. Yeah. Next year I'll make 63. Like I was, I was always like, I want to be in control of my success and my failure. So if I fail, it's on me versus if I succeed, like, mm-hmm. and that took, again, we built up our business too, guys. You have to remember, we built it up working part-time, like we were working full-time jobs and then working our part-time business and left when it was at a place that was financially comfortable. It wasn't like we, and some people do and all the power to you, if you have your ambition to throw it all, you know, caution to the wind. That was not the way we were. We were more conservative, but the cool thing is, is now with the internet, everyone listening to this, you have the option to build your business while you're still living your life exactly the way it is right now. There's no reason for you not to be creating and going after your ambition with your life the way it is right now. Completely. I mean, even when I think back though, you know, for me, I think the moment that I realized even like, cause I did the same thing, right. I finished school. I got a job. I was working in the music industry. I loved my job there, but then I got let go when they got bought out. That made me sad. Then I found a new job and I was working um, as a manager of sponsorship and advertising at TIFF, like at the Toronto International Film Festival. And it was a great job. And like, I didn't hate it. I had cool things that I got to do, go to red carpets, go to premieres, meet celebrities, like do all this fun stuff, do a lot of like really big deals with companies. But for me, it was really this feeling of just like, I felt like there was zero purpose to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I would come home and I would just feel like, I was like, cool, RBC just signed this $11 million deal. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, me it's too. cool. It's fine. It's like, it was like, fine. It's like, great for them. Felt. Yeah. Like great I was like, I was like, it's, it's like, whatever. Like, it's like, oh yeah, it's going to be okay. Like it's, but I never felt like this, like, I never felt this feeling like this passion for, and I don't even really like films. So for me, I was like, (laughs) but like, I just always felt like it was like this empty feeling inside of me. Like this isn't what I'm meant to do. There's no way that I'm meant to just continue to just like be someone who is just executing. Like, cause that's how I felt. I felt like I was just executing everybody else's plan. And I was, it wasn't my plan. It wasn't what I truly wanted. And I just felt so like, I don't care. And that's, that's, that's just being super honest. Like I just, I felt like I needed no. to do something that made me feel like, oh, you know what? Like I actually care about this. And that's why like with our business, I look at it and I'm like, man, like I know like our students, I know their goals. I know what they're about. Our team is incredible. And like, we're surrounded by so many insanely amazing women and ambitious women and intelligent women and people that are making impact in this world. And like, that is like, truly what inspires me because it's like, whoa, the impact that we're all making as this ripple effect around the world, that shit's incredible. Well, and that's where, you know, I truly think that entrepreneurs are the ones that are changing the world and the ones that will change this world. Even when you look at a lot of the movements and things that are happening, they happen from a grassroots level. It's just regular people who come up with an idea 
and then have the guts to share their idea with the world. That's where the owning your ambition comes in, guys, because it's not that you don't have great ideas. It's that you get stuck between that action motion. You get stuck between the idea and then putting it into action because fear sets in, self-doubt sets in, and it's normal. And that's why it's so important. And we talk about this a lot in this podcast and in our in our certifications is surrounding yourself with people who have already achieved what you want to create because it will show you and reinforce to your brain what is possible. It will show you that this is not just a crazy harebrained idea. And I want you guys to know too, like when we first started FitChix, it wasn't like we had, again, this burning ambition to change the entire world and all this stuff. We had our different reasons for starting it. We wanted to, you know, we loved health and fitness for our own transformation. We wanted to teach fitness classes to help other women. And we also wanted to make extra money. We, and we're like, okay. And then we're like, we're going to build our empire. But it wasn't like this. I think my ambition for our business has gotten stronger over time. And the more I grow as a person, the more confidence that I have, and I see what is possible. I see the impact we've made. I see the impact we have, we are making. And I see the impact that we're going to make because now my brain has been stretched that I can see all these things. But when I first started, I couldn't see that other than just literally the step in front of me, which was like, I don't want to work for somebody else. I want to do something that I like every single day for a living. Like I don't want to go into somebody else's office every day. Mm-hmm. I also wanted one thing that was really important to me was working remote. So I didn't have this, I know I want to transform women's lives and all these things and putting it all together, which many of you don't know either, but you have that little calling that you want more from your life. You don't want to be doing the job you're doing. You want mm-hmm. to create something that's bigger, right? And that is the thing that we're encouraging you guys to acknowledge because so many women push it away or say, I'll do it later. And then later never comes. It will never come. There's never a right time to create anything. You just have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I always think to you, you know, Amanda and I, we always have this conversation about um, how sometimes, and this is something that's funny because people also think that people who are ambitious or who own their ambition are always motivated or always, you know, they're one certain personality <laughs> when they're not like your brain will literally, it flips between stuff. So Amanda, I always have this conversation. Like sometimes I wish I was just someone who would say like, I like pink. <laughs> I remember the first time I told you that I was like, I was so honest though. I'm like, you're talking about your mom. Yeah. I was like, I just, I look at my mom and it's just like, you know, she's just like, Oh, I like the color pink. Oh, look at this chair. Like she's just, she's so enamored by like anything simple. She, my mom's never worked in her life other than a very short stint at Home Depot. Never in her lifetime has she actually worked. She's always been a stay at home mom. That's been the thing that she loves. But now I can see the restlessness in her. I can see it in her as she's getting older. She's kind of like, Oh, like I feel like there's more things I should have done with my life. But anyways, but my point being is that she was always like, Oh, I like pink. You know, it was, everything was just so easy. And I always felt like my life was always so complex in the sense of like, I need more. I desire this. Why do I feel this way? Why does my brain never, why can't I just wake up and be like, I like pink instead of thinking about all the millions of other things in the creation that I want to build and like the life that I choose. And why is it that I am this person, but I'm this person because this is the person I'm meant to be. This is how I'm supposed to show up in this world. This is how I'm supposed to impact this world. And everybody has a purpose. And my mom has an amazing purpose. Don't get me wrong. My mom 
her purpose is that she's an incredible mom. She's an incredible leader in that sense. Right. So, and that's cool. And I'm not diminishing that. I'm just saying it's just, it's a different mindset. I do want to add something though, that you were talking about just a second ago, you were talking about like, you know, how like changing your life. And I also just want to add in for anyone who is like considering getting into the industry. When we started our business, we started it with our bootcamp programs and our bootcamp, our business has evolved as we have evolved. And I just want to remind you that even if you're starting your business out and your ambition right now is to like, even just do personal training, like that's the thing you're just like, I just want to train people. I want to help them transform. But then as it changes and shifts and as you change and shift over the years, if that desire shifts, it's okay too. And I don't want you to feel bad for that. Cause I think sometimes people feel like once you start a business or you create something, you have to stay with that, that mode, right? Yeah. Like you got to like, that's what I do. But it's like, that doesn't have to be what you do. Just like that career that you have that maybe you hate Mondays and you hate, look forward to Fridays. Like that doesn't also have to be what you do. Like you can shift and change and it's okay to, and we encourage it because that's how you actually lead with truth. So, well, and, that's, and it's part of growth, right? Because you're, your, your business is created from your mind, right? It's not created because you put together workouts and you found clients and whatever. It's created from your ideas. It's created from the day you decided, I want to be a personal trainer and I want to show up. And your mind changes and not in the sense of saying, oh, I just changed what I want to do. It's as you start to grow and evolve, your ideas will change. And as you start to work with more clients, you're going to be like, wait a second, I see my clients keep coming to me with the same question all the time or the same problem. Hmm. Maybe I'll create a program around solving that problem for them. And then you have a six week program that you just started off intending to personal train. And then from there, maybe you take that program now and you're like, hold on a second. I'm getting such great results for my clients in person. And there's so many people reaching out to me now that are in other places, but can't attend my in-person. Maybe I'm going to take this program online. And that is where the flow starts. But the main thing is you have to understand and own the fact that you're someone who has a calling. You're someone who wants to do more and you have to act on it because if you don't, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, you're not living your truth and your true potential, but you're also doing a disservice to all these people in the world who need what you have to offer. And that's where I find it so fascinating is that when I started to shift my focus on myself, because when we, when we're in self doubt too, right, we always focus on ourselves. It's the same. I always say this to our our coaches too. I'm like, when you enter a health coaching session and you are really, really nervous because you're new to it or a fitness class, and you're just like worried about what they think of you talking about yourself. Like, right. We talk about what we know the best. That is one of the things that's going to keep propelling your nervousness or keep you where you are. The easiest way to get out of that is turn it to the clients, ask questions, turn it to thinking about, okay, I'm here to help them. And it's funny because as we start to move and shift that mindset, you'll start to see it transform the way that you think too. And the way you can grow, because if not, it will keep you small, right? You're just so worried. Like, I don't have clients or my clients don't like me, or I don't know if they're going to come back or I'm going to have to give them discounts because you know, that's the only way to get them back. So I'm expensive and this, and, and all these, like, it's all about you. Stop thinking about you. And when you start to think about what you can help people and the, the gifts that you have and what you can give to this world to help people change, it'll change the way you see your business, the way you see your potential and the way that you step into your ambition instead of just, you know what I mean? Thinking it's something that is just about you. Mm-hmm. For sure. So think, yeah. <laughs> with that, do you have anything else? Cause we're about to wrap this up. 
No, I was just going to say like, you know, and a really good actionable thing to do is to just sit back and, you know, whether it's journal or even just like take some time to really think and reflect on, you know, I, I sometimes like to think back to like, even before, like, did I, like when I think back in my life, well, we were talking about examples of when we were super young and we had these ambitions of like creating these entrepreneurial, like, you know, your cabbage patch swap and me with my like earrings selling and stuff like that. Like it's obviously something inside of me, inside of you, inside of so many people that is obviously, uh, it's like a voice that's like leading you, but sometimes we shut it down. Take a moment to either journal or reflect back and think like, is there something that I've shut down in my life that has always told me, whether it's like, you know, you love helping people or you are someone who has always been the go-to in your community because everybody is always asking you about health and fitness because it's always been something you're passionate about or you transform your health and now you feel like you have all this knowledge and you want to share it with other people. Like if, if you look back at your own journey, where are you maybe shutting the doors and where maybe you should be opening them and where it, like, which direction should you actually be going in to lead you on the path to like your truth? And that's why I think it's so important. You said it earlier about writing it down. I mean, we talk a lot about journaling and we keep bringing up because it's very different guys to think these thoughts and try to process them in your mind versus writing them down, then reading them and reflecting on them. It's very hard to process in your minds. Like most people, like 99% of people can't do it. Game changer to write it on paper. So as Amanda said, like, what is that thing that's coming up for you a lot? You know, what is that, that calling or that, you know, is it like, oh, I've always wanted to open my own fitness business and it keep, or every time I listen to Fidget chat podcast, I'm thinking, when are the opening enrollment? You know what I mean? Like whatever it is that kind of keeps popping up, write it out because that is something that you're meant to pursue or investigate or at least question. Mm-hmm. And as Amanda was saying earlier about the whole thing about I like pink, I just wanted to <laughs> say this for all my people who are already following their ambition, but they're feeling they're like, they're already in it. And they're feeling this high and low. It's totally normal. Like literally <laughs> I have this freak out, not as much anymore, but I used to have this freak out where I was like, well, two different ones. One was like when things weren't going well. And I was like, oh my God, feeling like the world was ending. Cause you know, we like to make everything dramatic. I feel like the world was ending. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to have to go back to being a hostess at, you know, I used to host this at restaurants or I used to work <laughs> in a tea room too, which I loved. And I was like, maybe I'll just go back and work in the tea room. I really liked working in the tea room. I got made good tips. I worked afternoons. I love <laughs> afternoon tea because I'm British. I would be thinking about my outfit. It would make me feel better. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Actually, I like building an empire. I got to get back to it. So you have these like <laughs> highs and lows. And so to this escape. day, like even to this day, if we were to sell our business tomorrow, let's say, and make millions and millions of dollars, Amanda and I guaranteed would build something else. We've even talked about this. We're like, okay, if we like retire to, if we retire to a beach somewhere, we'd probably be on the beach for like a week. And then we'd be like, okay, well, wait there. I saw a property for rent down the street. Should we just open a little, you know, we'll just do yoga on Saturdays there. And before we know it, we would probably be opening a franchise. Like it's just, it's either who you are and you have that calling, but it's also, and you have to, you have to step into that. And if you don't, it's okay. It's totally okay not to have it either. And you need to step into whatever it is that makes you happy. But I just wanted to say that for all of my people who are already in the thick of it. And you're thinking, <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes I'm like, have a personality disorder. Cause one day I'm feeling like super driven and everything's going my way. And the next day I'm a hostess in the tea room. Like it happens <laughs> to all of us. I just like to indulge in it for a little bit. And then I'm like, but wait a second. I know I have a bigger mission. I know I have more people to help. I know I have so many great ideas that haven't even come out in the world yet. I have to own my ambition and I have to be okay with knowing this is who I am at my core. I'm never going to go back to working in a tea room. Yeah. 
Okay, guys, so with that, we're going to wrap this up. Remember, mark your calendar September 27th to 30th. We are going to be opening up registration very shortly for our Chick Power Week. So this is going to be an event that we're holding. It's going to be absolutely amazing, all about helping you guys step into your Chick Power. We're going to be having on a ton of special guests. We have awesome workshops. There's going to be workbooks and all these things to help you not only step into creating your, your best health life and career, but also to start to empower you to become a fitness and health coach at any age and any stage. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So mark your calendars and we'll be dropping how to get in on that in our next podcast. So make sure to listen. Bye everyone. Okay. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, Join us for the upcoming fitness and nutrition expert or our holistic nutrition weight loss expert certification programs. Download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.